take a trip behind the page now. And let's look at how Kang came into being. Um, we go back to... Or do we? We go back to 1964, Will. Mm. Kang the Conqueror first appears in issue 8 of the Avengers, very early on. Um, except he oh, wow. doesn't. Except, except he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> Kang is the most... The creation of Kang, Will, is the most unique we've ever seen. Right from the get-go. He, as a character, is a retcon from the very moment he's introduced. That's really on point, isn't it? So, oh. um, just to briefly dig into that term, because we never know, we've got lots of new listeners all the time. In long-running stories, movies, TV shows, comic books, sometimes the writers will want to change something that happened in the past. Um, or they want to reveal some new information about something that happened in the past mm. and, and change what it meant when it happened. Yeah, When they do this in a current story, that is generally referred to as a retcon, which means retroactive continuity basically introducing a new story element that changes something that they've already established in the past even if you're an so, entry entry level geek you will know that word that, that word yeah but lots of, so lots, of pe- lots of people don't know lots of people oh yeah don't. yeah of course of so course but yeah in the 1990s the spider-man comics had a big massive story where they revealed that peter parker that we've all been reading comics about for the last 30 years is actually a clone of the real Peter Parker, mm. not the real guy. So that's an example of a retcon. Yeah. That was not always the case. They introduced the story and said, oh, no, that happened. Um, or in popular British soap opera EastEnders, because these things don't always have to be sci-fi based. In popular British soap opera EastEnders, famous criminal character Dirty Den was killed <laughs> off in the 1980s. Um and whilst viewers at home never actually saw his death, he was dead. And then in 2003, the soap brought the actor and the character back, and it was revealed that his death was actually faked. And that is another example of a retcon. Um, now, Kang first appears in issue 8 of Avengers as a time-travelling warlord. But he um, almost immediately reveals that he is actually another already existing Marvel character. Oh. The previous year, in the Fantastic Four, they had travelled back in time to ancient Egypt and fought a powerful pharaoh called Ramatut. And Ramatut revealed himself to be a time traveller from the 31st century who had taken the advanced technology of his day and age use a time machine to go back to where there was less sophisticated beings and use that technology to defeat them and conquer them. Kang explains to the Avengers that this was him, a younger version of the same time traveller. So Kang's first appearance is either Avengers issue 8 or it's a year previous in Fantastic Four issue 19. And to make things more complicated... Uh, In Avengers issue 10, just two issues later, the heroes do battle with a character called Immortus the Lord of Limbo, a character that attempts to destroy the Avengers by using his control and mastery of Limbo, the place beyond time and space, to to bring historical figures and some mythological figures, Mm. uh, which they don't address, like Paul Bunyan, Genghis Khan, and Goliath from the Bible... Um, <laughs> to the 21st century uh, to do battle with the Avengers. Immortus 
is later revealed to also be Kang, an older version of the same time traveller. Considering that this is being put together in the 60s and the 70s, it's a very cool and very advanced thing that they're that they're putting together and they're yeah. doing. Um, another character who battles them in the 60s or 70s called the Scarlet Centurion mm. um, is also later revealed to be a failed version of Kang. Um, oh, wow. Now, what we're seeing, you know, what, what does a retcon kind of do? Well, we're saying it changes the past. It changes the past of the story you're reading. It changes the experience you have of having read that story. It sheds new light on an, on on a reading experience you had and say, but actually all along, this was really happening. So in some ways, a retcon changes your past, right? Changes the experience mm. you had in the past. What a perfect way of creating and introducing a time traveler in this ongoing story that is Marvel Comics. Does that resonate? Hmm. The way they're using, like, they can use a retcon to become a practical device of a a time travel. They're, they're they're creating a practical effect of time travel in a exactly. story. Yeah, which is incredible. It's kind of like it's kind of like you're in a fight, but then someone punches you or, or something. But you make you use the momentum to actually work with it. It's like. It all- <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You're using the momentum of a previous, what could be something that hinders you in the future, but you actually go, no, 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 using this to our advantage. Using this to our advantage. That was a bad example. It was. It really was. It was madness. What I was trying to get to is that there are lots of ways that you can show time travel Mm. in a story. Yeah. And that's whatever you do. What you know, you'll draw. Uh, you you have you, the CGI or whatever, whatever you you create it in the story. But they are doing real world time travel by mm. affecting and changing something that you've already read in the past. There is uh. a real world element of practical time travel that goes on with a retcon, and I think that have Kang's first appearance be an entire kind of introduction of this retcon. He is practically time traveling in our reading experience which i think is really kind of cool um mm. but outside of that kang is a significant uh, moment in the history of the avengers um their battle with him is the first time that they're battling a true supervillain and fighting to save the whole world in the previous issues of the avengers the team's adventures had been much smaller and isolated, and they weren't that different, much different to the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four, in the way that the world, that the Marvel Universe views them, and a lot of people view them, they don't really view them as superheroes. They're not viewed as the defenders of the Earth, or you know, the people that say the world. They're 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 very you know they they've got their own thing going on. They're a family. Mm. They're explorers. They're scientists. They're adventurers. The Avengers have been very similar. They first start out, you know, when it's Loki mucking around with them because he hates his brother. Then they fight some lava men from an underground cave, and that's something the Fantastic Four have done. They fight the Hulk a bunch of times because he's mad at them and has left the team. Mm. Some of their old villains team up to come back and get them, something the Fantastic Four have done. But these are all kind of personal feuds or quite smaller threats. Issue 8 is the first time the Avengers are like standing on a world stage and facing down a guy 
Who threatens to destroy the moon and conquer the world and blow up world leaders? A villain who's who's very close to bringing the world to its knees. So battling Kang is arguably the first time that the Avengers truly become the Earth's mightiest heroes. Thanks for joining us as we revisit some of our favourite moments from Marvel vs. Marvel. Don't forget our full-length episodes are jam-packed with hours of Marvel trivia, behind-the-page, behind-the-scenes, and comic book Marvel history. 